You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. There's so much going on in our world today. So this is the show that you need to be tuned into. I have with me the awesome, awesome, awesome Gigi Sabat. She is phenomenal. I've been waiting for this for some weeks, you guys. This is a time where you've got to grab a pen, Call a friend and tune in to this show because this is going to be inspiring. This is going to be motivating. You're going to be moved. She has so much information. She's a woman of God. I am just so full today because we are going to have a great conversation. Let me give you a little bit of information about Regaline Gigi Sabat. She's a first-generation hating from uh, America, born in America, and she is the CEO and founder of Life Service Center of America. Gigi's popular leadership and women's empowerment, she speaks on topics of that are passionate close to her heart. Uh, resiliency, we all need more resiliency in life today. Financial literacy, we need it every day, all day, today, <laughs> especially in the world in which we're living in, we need more financial literacy and surviving domestic violence and sexual assault. Um, we know there's so much going on in this pandemic, which we are in. So we want you to tune in, call someone that can get some information that can get inspired because this is the person that you need to know about. You need to hear her story. You need to know the programs and things that she's connected to because this is your help. This is the helpline for today. Amen, amen, and amen. Gigi, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sheila. It's an honor to be here today. You know, Gigi, we know that you are an expert, you're a pioneer, you're a trailblazer. Um, you just have so, so many things that are going on in your life. But let's go back to the beginning. You know, as a little girl, what were your thoughts as far as being an entrepreneur? Or did you even think about that? Because I had a friend um, that was from um, Haiti, and he was saying that everybody in his family was an entrepreneur, that nobody worked a job. They were all hard workers doing something. And I thought, wow, that's interesting to grow up and a family like that. So tell me a little bit about your upbringing, your family. I know you're born here, but tell me a little bit about the culture that, that you were surrounded with. Absolutely. So my parents came to this country from Haiti around 35 years ago, mm. and they instilled in my brothers and I the importance of obtaining an education. And so I did. I attended the University of Central Florida. I obtained my BA in political science, pre-law, and sociology. And I also interned for the senator during my undergrad studies, but as far as the upbringing goes in my culture, mm -hmm. it's just truly a blessing to be surrounded by family who were able to come from Haiti as well to America. So mm. some of my family are still in Haiti and some of them are still in America. Okay. So it's just truly a blessing. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting because a lot of times people come from other countries and you're born here, but a lot of times when people come from another country, they work harder. You know, they have this thing like, I'm going to get it. This is America. When you're born in America, sometimes people are lazy. They're waiting for a handout and things like that. But I love the fact that you just 
got all of these degrees. You know what I'm saying? You were born here, but you're not one of those people that say, I'm, I was born in America and I'm going to wait for it. But you have all these degrees, highly educated and things like that. And I love the desire that you have for helping people, helping other women and things like that. So how did you get on this track to helping women um, to, to be able to go through some of the changes, positive changes that they're making? Yes. Excellent question. So I, I never imagined, you know, being an entrepreneur mm. as far as when I was younger, but you ask when this all began yeah, as far yeah. as helping people on this new spiritual platform in regards to the topics at hand, such as domestic violence, sexual assault, and other topics as well. Mm-hmm. I love helping people. I've helped people my entire life. That's okay. my passion. Mm. But here's the thing. Almost, almost three years ago now, I almost lost my life, death by strangulation in a domestic violence relationship. So for me, that was an aha moment. Wow. And it was the moment I, I realized, okay, God spoke to me and said, don't give up my child. So I didn't give up. Mm. And at that moment, mm. the domestic violence advocate said, when I had fell flat to the floor and I, the moment I couldn't get back up, they said, you had lost oxygen to the brain. And they said, domestic violence is the number one cause of death in those type of relationships. So the fact that I'm still here, it's a blessing. Mm. And I had read the Bible as a child, but I reread the Bible again as an adult and I got baptized again as an adult. And so I just stepped into my purpose because I understand God's purpose for my life, which is to serve his people on the spiritual platform. So as far as the events go, the first one I had was the domestic global virtual panel of domestic violence survivors event. Okay. And then I thought, okay, that's it. And then God said, no, my child, now I need to go and do one on sexual assault. Now I'm a survivor Ooh. of that as well. Okay. It happened once when I was younger and once as an adult. And then mm. I said, okay, great. God, you know, the only thing I care about at the end of the day is he says, great job, my faithful servant. Wow. But he told me, no, my child, now I need to go and do one on breast cancer. Oh. And then human trafficking, mental health topics, it just has been continuing. Mm. And guess what? When God commands you to do something, you do it. And I've stepped into purpose 100%. Wow. Wow. That is, that's phenomenal. You know, with the days and times of which we're living in, um, especially, especially with this pandemic, um, sexual envi- sexual violence, um, assault, um, domestic violence, there's so much going on with that because of the pandemic. You know, children are in the homes. They're, you know, being assaulted. You know, more women are being assaulted. And even some men in some cases. Um, it's, it's just startling the numbers that have gone up just in recent years worldwide. It's not just an American problem. And you you mentioned sexual, um, you know, um, what is it called? Um, when they're they're putting kids inside of vehicles and taking them away, not just kidnapping, but trafficking. That blew me away, realizing that this is something, Gigi, that's happening in our own backyards in America. This is not a third world country problem. This is something that's happening right here in America and and just about every city, there's numbers of, of trafficking. And I was so surprised to find that out because I thought this was a problem that's happening somewhere else, you know, in a little country or a big country um, that, you know, you don't hear about it. But to find out that it's happening right in places like Michigan, you know, in, in Illinois, all over the world, it was so shocking. And to find that the numbers are rising, how does that make you feel as far as um, reaching these people in this community? I mean, you're a survivor yourselves. And how does that make your heart feel when you're hearing these stories of women that have been abused, um, that have gone through sexual abuse or domestic violence? How does that tug on your heart? Because for me, it's like, ah, you know, I don't know if I can just endure, (laughs) you know, to listen to the story and yet offer the help. How do you do that? Yes, yes. For for me, it's just understanding 
God's purpose for my life. And mm. when you almost lose your life, you start seeing from a different lens. You see, beforehand, I was an introverted leader, but I became an ambivert, which means that I'm both an introverted and an extroverted leader. Okay. And that requires now that that I'm able to, to be open yeah. about these type of things. Wow. And, and here's the thing. I remember my publisher, I'll never forget this day, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. book publisher. He said, you need to share your story. It's going to help save someone's life. Mind you, I, mm. I I never had shared anything like that before. Wow. That moment he said that, I said, okay, I'm listening to God. It's time mm. to share. Mm. It's time to share because it's going to help save someone's life. That's right. And if, that, if, that's, if that's the case, I'm all for it. Wow. And as far as human trafficking goes, you're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. This is an ongoing issue in our society. It is happening in our own backyards. Yes. And when I did the global virtual panel of human trafficking survivors event, we had both men and women on the panel to raise awareness and educate others about it. And so it's all about positive intervention for positive prevention. Mm. And people, some people do not believe that this is happening to men, but it is. Wow. And Scott, yes, Scott Lumley, he's a successful businessman today. Yeah. And yes, he's, he's such an amazing man. And he said he was abducted when he was just a little boy, just a little boy. Mm. And he said on the panel, he said, now I know, just listening to the other speakers today, now I know that you all were looking for me. Somebody did care. Wow. Mm. And so you can imagine how many other men and women feel that way like Scott. But you see, Scott had to break free from his abduct- abductor. He had to utilize his teeth mm. and, he, and it broke. Mm. But now today he's, he was able to get that reconstructed, his teeth. And so thank God he broke free. And then you talk about the other woman mm-hmm. who were on that panel. Mm-hmm. And we had investigators as well on that panel. We had law enforcement. Okay. You talk about the industries that were brought up in regards to where this is occurring. Mm. I mean, it, went, it ranged from everywhere. The hospitality industry, they, they mentioned wow. a lot of times it happens in the hotels. Yes, they yes. Mentioned in the, in, even in the celebrity uh, realm, mm. it, it, it's occurring. And people don't know that because it's not educated enough in our society. So as expert leaders, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we need to intervene early on and okay. educate others about these subject matters. Wow. That's that's awesome. Gee, I know you mentioned about your book and you are a best-selling author. Love it, love it, love it. God is so good. Let's talk about your book, God First. Um, yes. I know you have more, but let's talk about that one first. God First. Love it. Woo! Because <laughs> God First, that means something. You, you could have said something else, but you said God First. First of all, let's talk about the title in and of itself. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Great question. Yeah. God, God First. So... I'll never forget when I was when I was writing the book. Yeah God, yeah. God told me, I need you to write this book, my child. And so, okay, I put God, right? And then what happens? God first. God first. You see, when we get mm. quiet, we can listen to him. Mm. And okay. I said, okay, God first. And then as I continued to do my research, I found that throughout many years in the past, what the amazing leaders before us were trying to tell us, such as Billy Graham, Brad Bright, and Bill Bright, oh. what they were going to tell us is that we need God first in our lives. They would say things like, God is the issue. Mm-hmm. And 
I truly believe, based off all the research that I did, some people may have taken that the wrong way. And now that's mm-hmm. me putting on my sociology hat. Yeah, yeah. When you say God is the issue, period, mm-hmm. for some people, they might perceive it as, oh, God in our society is the issue. Mm-hmm. No, what they meant was, and if you read God is the issue, right, by the author, what, what is specified is that God needs to be first in our lives and our society and that we would not have all these issues in our society if people were to keep God in his proper place, which mm. is first. So mm. when you simplify it and you say God first, it's straightforward, it's direct. So wow. people know that we need to keep God first in our lives. We would not have all the issues we have in society. Ooh, you, you said a mouthful. And there is so many issues than more than Scott Roll tissues. We know there's a lot of issues that are here. How does faith play a role in your life? I mean, that's you have this best-selling book, God First, but how does it go deep and play a role in your life in what you do, how you interact with people, and, and just your love that you just generate? How does that play a role in your life, your faith? I love it. Excellent question. So essentially for me, mm-hmm. you always want to make sure that you have God's character when you show up in, in life and in business. Some people say, oh, God first, God first. What does, what does that mean? How, how do I, God first, they think it's something that you have to it's not something that should be forceful. It's just something mm-hmm. that should be a part of your life. Mm-hmm. Just like confidence. It's not, some people think, oh, I need to have this confidence. No, it should be natural. It should be natural. Mm-hmm. Like beauty, it should just be natural. Okay. So when you talk about God first in your life, it should just be a part of all areas of your life. Because understand this, if you're listening to this message today, yeah. God wants to be a part of all areas of your life. Mm. He doesn't just want to be a part of your, just your personal life. He wants to be a part of your business. Mm. And so I, I, every time I go to a, a, a workshop or I'm in an event, what I tell people is, is that people need to stop clocking God out in their business. What happens is they get through the door mm. and then they say, okay, leave God out now. No, he wants to be a part of your business. Yes, yes. And yes. And remember, he's in your heart, but don't mm. take him out just because you get to work, just because of what society tells you, yeah. because then that affects how you would show up in business and remember your morals and values. So it's very important to keep him in all areas of your life. And mm. then you talk about, uh, God and the relationship with God, mm-hmm. God wants to, to build a relationship with us and he does not seek for us to be perfect. Mm. Some folks believe that, I, well, I'm not perfect. God doesn't mm-hmm. want us to be perfect. Mm-hmm. He wants you where exactly where you are mm-hmm. and he finds you exactly where you are. That's what he wants. He, he doesn't mm-hmm. want you perfect. Right. He wants you right where you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this message today, yes, you can build a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And also too, read the word, the Bible. That's a great place to start. Yes. The Bible is my best friend. I start my day with the Bible and I mm-hmm. end my day off with the Bible. Mm-hmm. And when we read the Bible, God is speaking to us. Wow. wow. Build a relationship with him through the word. Mm. Come on now, girl. <laughs> it's like we got to take up an offering or something here. That's what I'm talking about. God first. And, and it just oozes out of you, Gigi. Um, that God part, it just oozes out of you. And you're so full of, of spirit. You're so full of spirit. And I love it. And on this earth plane, um, besides God, who motivates you? Who keeps you going in, on the human side that you think, you know what, I need to punch in, I need to connect in, I need to make a call or a text or something. Who's the some of the people that just motivate you on a day-to-day basis besides God, because he put them in your life. And uh, But who motivates you and keeps you going and helps you to stay fired up and ready for action? My mother. Mm. She's my role model. Wow, 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 wow. Your mom is your role model. Okay, and are you? how many are in the family? How many children? 
I have two older brothers. Okay. Okay. You're the only girl? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So when you say your mom, you know, it's so interesting because, you know, you think about motherhood in and of itself. You know, I was reading today that, um, you know, childbirth, when you're talking about a mom having a baby, childbirth is equivalent to 20, um, I think it's like 45 bones being broken at one time, fractures. So you can imagine that amount of pain. Mothers go through so much to bring us here. And after we're here, there's a heartbreak that often happens with a lot of the children that aren't giving back and doing the things to make their mother proud. But I know that your mom is very proud of the steps you've taken, of the accomplishments and the successes that you've had. And by you looking up to her, I know she's just like, yeah, that's my girl. She, you did good. You did good. You know. Now, with all of the success you've had, you've got many degrees. You're a lawyer. You're a best-selling author. Um, you're a speaker. You're doing so many great things. How does that intimidate the men around you, or in your life, or in your community, or in your space? Are they intimidated by your success, by your beauty? Of course, you can't see her in podcast land, but. Are they intimidated by all of the accolades and things? Because when you walk into the room, you stand the ground, you walk on, girl. Okay. How does that, let's talk a little bit about the relationship of the men in your life or around your life. And how do they take Gigi coming in the room? Excellent. Yes. And I, I do want to, before I get to that, I want to circle back to what you mentioned in regards to my mother. Because yes. Because here's the fact that most people don't know. Mm-hmm. She's actually an infertility survivor and she could not, she didn't, could not have me at first. And she, she tried so hard, tried so hard, tried so hard. And here I am. Wow. So that's just a fact that I wanted to share with you in regards to that. Miracles. Far, yes, ma'am. Wow. Miracles. Hmm. And as far as the intimidation in regards to men, yeah. that's an excellent question. Mm-hmm. And the only time I can think of is when I was in the financial industry, mm-hmm. a lot of men would share with me, you're the first. Mm. Wow. Wow. And I would say, what do you what do you mean? And mm-hmm. of course it would be, I'm, you're the first African-American woman oh, okay. here, okay. let alone even a Haitian. Wow. Double whammy, <laughs> double whammy. So, so it's like you're paid, like I said, you're a trailblazer. You're a trailblazer doing what you're doing and they have to take their hat off to you and salute you because what you're doing is, like I said, you're a trailblazer, you're a pioneer and um, you're just, you're just standing the ground you walk on. And we need to have more women um, like yourself that are just moving and plowing ahead for other women, other young girls out there, especially when you talk about being a survivor of the things that you survived. Your story is powerful and women and young girls need to hear that to know that they don't have to stay at that level that they're at, that they can rise, you know, they can rise to the top and in the industry or whatever they want to do. So it's so important that you do continue to share your story and to help those women out there that need it. And let me ask you a question, Gigi, because it's in a, in a, in a perfect world, let's say if God would just say, okay, I'm going to make it everything all good down here. What is something that you would like to see him do down here on this earth plane while we're here right now? Remove the hate. There's too much oh, hate in this society. Too much hate. Yeah, yeah. The older folks get used to, if you're listening to this message today, you may not understand what I'm talking about right now, mm-hmm. or you may mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. But for the ones who really don't understand what I'm talking about, just know in a few years, you you will understand. Because wow. here's the thing, there's so much hate in our society, mm. but if we just keep God first and show up in a, and come from a place of love, all that could be diminished. It, it really... 
is about having God first in our lives. I remember when I started my business and folks would tell me just by looking at my logo, you might want to change that. And Mm. I said, why? I don't want to change that. Mm. I don't. In fact, I'm actually going to intertwine my business now as a ministry because of everything that I'm doing. Mm. So for me, it's really understanding who you are, knowing who you are. Yeah, yeah. God first and showing up as his servant. And so I'm actually, I actually co-authored a book with mm-hmm. uh, pr- Pastor Alona Paranakova, okay. Royal Warriors on the Front Line, mm. on the Front Line with Royal Warriors. And also mm. the subtitle is Leadership from a Servant's Heart. So oh. when you show up lead, you need to make sure your cup is filled. You never want to serve from an empty cup. So take time when you're by yourself, reflect. Yeah. yeah. Pray. Yeah, and pray. You know what? That you just made me think about something. Um, you know, take time and pray, meditate, you know, read the word, study the word of God. Um, if Jesus were to walk into the room right now where you are, Gigi, what would you do? Well, as I mentioned in God first, I have seen him before. And yes, ma'am, after everything that happened, I told you, when you almost lose your life, you start seeing from a different lens. And I'm mm. not afraid to say that I've seen him. Yes. And I'll never forget, I, I was driving my car and he smiled at me. Mm. Smiled at me. Yeah. He smiled at me. Wow. I said, I understand. Mm. I understand. Mm. I understand what I need, what you need me to do, God. I understand. Wow. And I haven't looked back since. I've never been the same. Mm. Wow. Wow. That sends chills to you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's one of those things that we all want to have that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And all of us experience it in different ways. Some people hear him say something. Some people see things. He, he speaks to individuals. You know, maybe something that you see and God, you're like, that's the answer. You know, and uh, I, I just I just love the fact that God is not in a box. You can't contain him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's so, it's, he's just so vast. You know what I'm saying? And so you can't put him in a little box and say, oh yeah, that's God. No, that's not. Because he's, he started the beginning. He began before the beginning began. You know what I'm saying? He started start. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just, it's just endless. So I, I, I so, so enjoy that. Um, you know what you said? That's awesome. Now let's talk a little bit about Life Center Service of America. Oh my goodness. That's the work. That's the roll your sleeves up and get started. Let's talk about that Life Center of America. Uh, what is your mission and, and how do you use your gifting to help the people within that community? Thank you. My mission is to help as many people as I can. Yes. I know I understand people from a place of pain. Mm. And so every day that I show up, I make mm. certain that I utilize all of my skills and my knowledge to serve God's people. Mm. And so that's what we're called to do. Not say, okay, I have all these skills, but society tells me I can only be good at one thing. So let me put these in a box. And then when somebody comes to my door, let me only help them with this one thing. Mm -hmm. No, you need to utilize all your skills for the greater good to serve his people. Mm. And just really, it's something that you have to really untrain your mind Mm -hmm. that you can only be good at one thing. Too too often that's what's taught in our study. So when I say that, sometimes some people believe that what I'm saying is, is that you, you need to multitask and have all these things. And it's not about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's about, for example, if somebody comes through my door, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to assist them. Should I say, oh, well, I can't help you with that. 
because society tells me I can only be good at one thing. No, wow. Wow. I can help them. For example, I have my financial license as well. Mm-hmm. Work mm-hmm. hard to get it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As well. So I can help people financially. Mm-hmm. So should I just say, because society tells me this person right in front of me is telling me I need your help. And mm. I, my finances are really bad right now. Wow. Put it to the side because I'm a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. No, I'm mm. also going to assist them financially because I'm licensed to do so. Mm. And then as wow. far as being an attorney, I do have my, my last year left, my last few classes left. Okay. My legal studies were interrupted in regards to the domestic violence matter that occurred. Yeah. And I'm very open about that because if we can prevent that early on, mm. I'm all for it now. Yes. I'm all for it. And sharing my story, if that's what mm. it takes... Yes. I'm all for it yes. to help yes. the next person. Mm. So they don't have to go through that. And so when you talk about Life Service Center of America, that was founded after I almost lost my life. Wow. Wow. Was the aha moment. And I said, okay, I understand. And then I was sexually assaulted as an adult. Mm-hmm. This was during the time I worked for the, uh, the company previously before starting my company. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, went on an annual retreat and Little did I know something was going to happen. Mind you, I didn't even want to go because I said, I'm in full recovery from the DV. I was in full recovery. I was I was literally going to the organization. They were working with me mm-hmm. to get past this. Yeah. You see, to, to, to not have to mm-hmm. go through this by myself. And uh-huh. my family and friends were there as well. So I okay. said, you know what? Maybe I'll just stay back and not go on that retreat. But then mm-hmm. I said, you know, I've been heading books my entire life. Maybe yeah. that's what I do need to travel. And so mm-hmm. I went and when I went, I was taken by a man, not anyone in our inner circle that right. was with us that right. day. Yeah. It was a man that worked for the company, but from a different state. So nobody really knew who he was. Wow. And here's the thing. I'll never forget what the officer said. The officer said, when he was speaking to me, he said, oh, you're not acting like someone was sexually assaulted. But little did he know I was sexually assaulted when I was eight. So as he's speaking to me, I'm literally thinking about what happened when I was eight. And yeah. I'm thinking, how could this happen again? Mm. If I took all the precautions in my life to mm-hmm. keep this from happening. Mm. And then I'll never forget. He called me and he said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. What happened? He said, I saw the video from the venue. Wow. wow. At that moment, I realized something. And he did too. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is going to act the same, same when way. this occurs in their lives, when sexual assault happens in their lives, yeah. or if it happens to them for a second time. Yeah, yeah. So you really, when you're dealing with someone in that in that case, mm-hmm. you should really ask the appropriate questions. Yes, yes. Assuming, never assume it. Know the facts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing because. It's like these experiences, these trauma experiences, even from a child, they kind of have a holographic grip on you. You know what I'm saying? Some people can't get past it because they're just locked from fear and, you know, the trauma of it. And then it happens again. And you're just, you know, you're like, what is going on? And you, you know, you, you don't know where to do and where to turn with all of that, that those feelings, you know what I'm saying? And fortunately, you having God in your life to help you to get through and good people, you know, in your life to to and to in your life and then knowing where to go. You know what I'm saying? And then God using your story to help you to change other people's lives, to help transform them. That's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? That mess, as they call it, became your message to be able to save others' lives. And and you know, you mentioned about financial um helping people that may need some financial help. 
because of this pandemic, the world is kind of flipped upside down, kind of had a reset, so to speak. So there's many people that are going through different difficulties because of the pandemic. I mean, we're still still kind of coming out of it somewhat. Um, how do you assist people that are stuck? You know, some keys or some things that they can do. They're in this situation where they, like, where do I turn? They're trying to turn to the government. They're trying to find another job, maybe in a whole nother um, area of, of career, you know, or something like that. What are some tips that you can give a person that is struggling to just make it through the next day and to be encouraged that it can get better? Absolutely. Excellent question. So essentially, this is what I tell people. When something like COVID occurs and mm. you're affected financially, you need to take a pause, pause for a moment mm. and don't act out of emotion because some people say, oh, now I have to go shut down my business. Yeah. Now, yeah. oh my goodness, I have to go and just, and then they put money somewhere where they sh- maybe shouldn't have put it because they, they could have uh, budgeted better. Mm-hmm. They don't realize until after the fact because they uh, acted on emotion. Yeah. So a lot of those times when something like that happens, you really need to pause and say, okay, COVID is happening. This is happening. Mm. This is real. Wow. So acknowledge, acknowledge that it, it's, it's happening. Just like if a challenge happens in your life, mm. acknowledge that it happened. So mm. acknowledgement first and foremost. Wow. And then you say, okay, now God, what, what is the next step that I need to take? What, what do I need to take? Mm-hmm. So, so this doesn't affect my entire life, right? Wow. God, God will guide you, but you really just have to pause. But it's when we try to take control of everything, mm. that everything becomes a huge disaster. So if you're listening to this message today, pause. Mm, mm, pause. Mm, mm. How, if your finances are not where you need them to be, if you are in debt, say, first of all, how did it get here? Mm. Maybe it was COVID. If it was COVID, you say, okay, now what do I need to do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then hire a financial expert to assist you, such as myself. I can assist you. Yes, yes. Yes. So it's very, very, very important to real- mm. realize that. Wow. You know, Gigi, I want you to just speak to someone out there that may be listening. They may be going through not only a financial struggle, they may be, uh, uh, you know, trafficked, you know, and they're out there and thinking, does someone care? Does someone love me? How am I going to get out of this? Or a domestic violence situation or sexual abuse situation that, and they're married and they're just, you know, being treated, um, you know, unkindly. Uh, Speak to the heart of a person out there that just may be in trouble, they may be in need, and they don't exactly know what to do just to hold on. You know, speak to that person to encourage them, to let them know you said God first, you know what I'm saying, which is really, really important. But just take a moment and just speak to that person out there that's listening, that is hearing you. And they said, okay, this is a person that can help me financially. She's been through what I've been through, okay? But give them something to hold on to for another day. Excellent question. And it's so intriguing how you said, speak to the heart of yes, that individual yes. going through that challenge. Because actually my, my next book that I'll be releasing is Overcoming Heart Blocks. Ooh. And what that is, it's because if something traumatic has happened in your life, mm. such as sexual assault, domestic violence, or anything of that nature, mm-hmm. or you may have had a financial struggle, you sometimes, oftentimes people have this, this heart block. Mm. And when I experienced that, I said, I said, what is that that I'm feeling? And I, I, I tried to articulate that the best way I can so people understood mm-hmm. what that process was that I was going through from being that introverted leader to now being an extroverted leader because yeah. it wasn't just being able to show up and sharing those 
difficult stories, yes, right? Yes, yes. Happen. Mm. It was a breakthrough moment. Mm. It was a breakthrough moment, and it, it was that over. That's why I say overcoming that hard block. Wow! Wow. So my mm. message to those folks is that if you're ha- if you have that issue, because a lot of the survivors that I speak to, and sometimes people that haven't even shared their story, mm. they say, "Yes, I've had that before." So that's that's how I knew. Okay, I'm not the only one that has gone through that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a breakthrough, but understand this, it's a process. It's a so process. I'm not telling you just overcome it like that because it's not going to be easy. But mm-hmm. I am telling you to trust the process, trust mm-hmm. God's process to heal you. Mm-hmm. But, and then you also back to the acknowledgement yeah. and awareness that this happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Now let go and let God, because mm-hmm. essentially God wants to heal you, mm-hmm. but you have to allow yourself to receive that. So receive and then give yourself time to recover, heal. And yes, keep yeah. God first in yes. your life yes. because he, yes. he will guide you. And remember, Joshua 1.9, write this down. Joshua 1.9 states that, haven't I commanded you be strong and courageous. Do wow. not be afraid or discouraged for your Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. Mm. It says it right there in the word. Yes. He's a telling you, you're not alone. I'm with you wherever you go. A lot of people go through these challenges mm-hmm. and they say, oh, I'm by myself. Nobody's here to help me. Nobody cares. Yeah. God does. Yes, yes. Wow. It's it's tremendous. It's tremendous. And if you're going through, um, as Gigi calls, a heart block or a mind struggle or some difficult situation, um, you can also tune in to her on her podcast. She has an awesome podcast, Walk With Me. And I'm thinking, boy, you not only walk with her, it's like walk with me, Lord, when, you, <laughs> when you're listening to her and listening to her podcast. I want you guys to be able to tune into that. You know, I just want to ask you a question about the Barron Ridge uh, production services and what that's all about, because I know you're a prolific speaker as well as an author, and the list goes on and on and on. But let's talk about that speaking career that you have, that you're gracing stages all over the world and conferences as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. And real quick, before I want to circle back to what you said mm-hmm. about the, the podcast, because it, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of walk with me, right? God first. It's all about helping others walk with purpose, mm. but it's a, it's a spiritual walk. It's not a physical walk. So yes, and that's what I tell people all the time. And for me, when I when God led me to write that book, I'm like, walk with me, just like I did with my company. Yeah. I Life Service Center of America. And then, you know, I yeah. just, but I listened to him. Mm-hmm. And so- that, that's what I did. I just, I, I listened to him and I understand because what does the Bible say? But it took a while. I, I said, it took a while to see, understand what, wow. what he put there. Right? Walk with me, walk with purpose, mm. God first. And I said, okay, I understand mm-hmm. because the Bible says, bring my people to me. So that's what I'm literally doing when you talk about walk with me, God first. <laughs> so it made sense. Yes. It made sense. Yes, I love it. I love it. I'm like, hallelujah, lifting my hands. Praise the Lord. That's that's good stuff because you're trying to reach God's people. And when you say walk with me, that has a whole nother meaning um, than I was thinking. And so I'm so glad that you you explained that. That is awesome. That is phenomenal. It's hallelujah time. It's praise time here okay, in the studio. I'm talking with Gigi Shabbat. She is a phenomenal woman of God. Uh, we're talking about her book, the things that she's doing in education, helping women with domestic violence, sexual assault. Um, Gigi, how can people get a hold of you to get more information, uh, to get more insight on some of the things you're doing, and also to get in contact with you about your next book that's coming out? Yes, they can get a hold of me on my website. That's Life Service Center of America, LLC.com. And then also you can definitely subscribe to the podcast and follow us. And also too, the books are available on all major book platforms. So definitely grab your copy. 
Thank you so much, Gigi. Um, you are just a delight. You are just a delight. I, I just love you. You're a heart-centered messenger. You can tell it comes through the airwaves, okay? And and uh, if, I want you guys to get in contact with her because she's doing some phenomenal things. I love Walk With Me and the message that that has. I mean, that's really powerful. You know, friends, we're just about out of time. Uh, we want to thank you for listening today. If you didn't hear this entire broadcast, please visit our website at for more information and actually to get more updates, please leave a comment at www.roadtoeternity.net and remember that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Gigi. We'll stay in contact. I love you, girl. Keep doing what you're doing because you've got it. And remember, you guys out there, God first. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.